thinking of probabilities. And I mentioned that a lot yesterday on yesterday's stream. If you go back, it's like given enough instances, your edge should play out, right? Enough instances is the key here. One trade to the next. We don't know if it's going to be a winner. We don't know if it's going to be a loser. We don't necessarily know how big or how small that's going to be. But over one trade, it's very random. Over 10 trades, less random. Over 100 or 1,000 trades, it starts to really level off and you see exactly what those edges play out to be. This is the How to Trade Stocks Options Podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Hey, can you do me a favor? I really want to help you with trading, and the easiest way for me to do that is by heading to secretinvestingbook.com to get my book, The Secret Investing Book, totally free. All you're doing is covering the shipping price, and we'll send you this book that exposes 13 virtually unknown secrets to take the guesswork out of trading. So grab your copy now at secretinvestingbook.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, and watch all of our past episodes. Good afternoon, traders. Hope you are having a fantastic day. Happy June 28th, year of our Lord, 2023. Um, so... Just a quick recap before we get started. Um, I am 100% in on the market right now. All puts. And yesterday it was pretty brutal watching the uh, the market just like not agree with anything that I owned. But today seems to be a little bit better. So that's good. And right now, um, hang on, I got to change a couple settings. Right now, everything is, uh, almost everything is moving in our direction today. That's what we want to see. Okay, so... Um, Let's do this. Let's jump right into our market analysis. That's weird. Okay, all is good. All is good. <laughs> Got gremlins today. Well. Okay, seem to be having a microphone issue. Let me see. Uh, okay, it when I went to update the settings, everything went uh, wonky because it was updating the mic settings. So we'll try that one more time. Welcome to the 10 minute trading room. This is how to trade only 10 minutes a day. And this is exactly how to take the guesswork out of trading. And that's what happens when you're live. All right, so with our outlier trading strategy, it, it always starts with the outlier data and we're going to see which, oh, actually, I take, take that back. Before we look into any new trades, we need to go through each one of them and make sure that there are no issues um, or any reasons that we need to take them off, either hitting our, um, our, our uh, exit points or a stop loss. Sebastian, good to see you. Hey, Sebastian, would you mind just let me know? Can you hear me okay? Had an issue with the mic just a minute ago, but I think it's working now. Um, we have uh, the SPY. Right now, sitting almost, uh, no, it is down a little bit for the day. That's what we want to see. The only thing that isn't working for us right now is JWN and XOP. Everything else is uh, working for us. That's what we want to see today. Uh, I did take a look at MMFI. It came up a little bit the day before yesterday, and it's come down just a smidge today. So that's our market breast, still holding around 50%. So we're going to go through each one of the trades that we have on right now. Sebastian can hear me perfectly. Thank you, sir. And we're going to go through each one of these trades that we have on right now. 
and see if we have any exit points that we need to take off. Um, otherwise, that's going to be it for today because, like I say, I am completely 100% in and I didn't find any um, any new trades set up on the day. So let's go through each one. So SPY, we don't have a MACD crossover. We're not hitting the 2 ATR stop loss. In fact, let me rename that 2 ATR. I had it marked from uh, the trade we had on a couple weeks ago. Uh, let's go look at SPY real quick on Outlier. We're going to go the Outlier heat map. We're basically looking to see if it shows in an oversold condition at this point, or if the colors start moving against us, I guess you could say, right? So we're going from dark green into a lighter green. That's what we want to see. If it goes back to a darker green, then we got to get out. But all is looking good on SPY. No changes there. Let's go to PIN. PIN Entertainment. The MACD is not crossed over. We're not at the 2 ATR stop point. Let's go look at PIN. And you'll see right now that's changed from green to pink. That's what we want to see. But it hasn't reached the stop point that we got to get out. Oh, Sebastian, that dude, this keyboard is so freaking loud. <laughs> it's a nice mechanical keyboard. Um, and I've never had a, a mechanical keyboard before. But boy, I tell you what, it, uh, it makes a big difference as far as the sound goes. Let's go to KRE. That's funny. You must be one of those keyboard guys that loves listening to them. Um, I never thought about it, never really was a thing until I got this. And I'm like, why is this so loud? And I discovered this whole like uh, subculture of people that are into keyboard sounds. So looking at KRE, this is in the cell category. And like we talked about a minute ago, working towards a lighter green, all of that looks good. And once it reaches a lightest green, it'll start going into pink. So all of that looks great. Brian, good to see you. We've gone through everything so far with nothing to take off. We're going to K, uh, XLK next. XLK, uh, MACD's not crossed over, not at our two ATR stop loss point. Let's go to XLK. That was ZLK, not XLK. And we can see the heat map on this. Uh, the darker the green, the stronger the signal. So like a dark pink down here, dark red down there, uh, the stronger the signal, right? And so that's what we have up here. So a very strong cell signal at the top. And as we can see here, nothing's really, I mean, it's basically gone a little bit sideways since we got in, but uh, we do not have an exit point on this yet. JWN, uh, MACD's not crossed over, not at the two ATR stop point yet. JWN. All right, moving in the direction that we want to see. It was in the green, moving to lighter shade of green. And this one has definitely gone against us, but um, we have not reached an exit point on that yet. KBE, uh, MACD's not crossed over, not at the two ATR stop point. Let's go to KBE. Sebastian's not into it, but he does like one. But you have one like it, I see, gotcha. Okay, so um, Sebastian, well, we got a second. Um, I had to get a new mouse and keyboard not all that long ago um, because so so I'm a, a I'm a giant nerd as you know, and I have two 3D printers. I have the filament based kind, and then I have a resin uh, based kind. 
And the filament kind is just great. You load in the plastic, it melts it, everything's fine. The resin one is really cool because you, you have a little vat that's probably just this tall and you fill it with goo, resin goo, and then um, it builds the whatever you're printing up out of it. It's, it's honestly like magic. It takes goo and makes it into like a real thing. Like this phone holder that I have here um, was something I 3D printed. Anyway, um, the, uh, the resin is toxic. And um, I, I was really, honestly, um, inconsiderate of how toxic it was. And so I would just like not use gloves or anything, which you are supposed to use gloves. And um, one day I had resin on my fingers. I didn't even know it. And I'm using my computer and I come back later and like I could not get it off my computer. Like I felt it on there all, all the time. And I'm like, I think I've ruined this. So I got wipes, like baby wipes or whatever, and I'm trying to wipe it off. And as I'm wiping it, I'm taking away like the, uh, for example, like on my mouse, um, I was just like peeling off the black paint and I'm like, wow, I think I've really messed up here. <laughs> so that lesson cost me a couple dollars to definitely take the safety precautions that you're supposed to. So anyway, tangent aside, KBE, uh, this is looking good going from darker green to lighter green and going over to CMA. Uh, I had a chat with the outlier people this morning and, um, oh gosh, I don't know if I can remember. They were telling me how they bought puts in a stock and it was like not working for them. And he's like, man, I really learned a lesson on this one. And I was like, well, what, it, what was it? And it was VSH. He bought puts on this date right here because that was the sell signal. In fact, let's go to it. V. And I was like, all right, man. I went through this and like back tested the mess out of it to figure out what works. And I said, the reason that that did not work is because you got the sell signal here, but you didn't keep in mind the fact that it was already in a strong uptrend, right? Like it, it, it was up and going up still. Everything that we do is on the same side of the trend. So if we go back to our main list, go back to what were we on KBE CMA. You'll see, even though right now it's like hovering back and forth over and under its 10 period EMA, we did not enter unless it was under the EMA. And so that's what I say when I talk about the double back testing is going through each one and making sure that, hey, does this work historically? Yeah. Okay, cool. That doesn't mean it's going to work out this time and I can never make that promise. But historically speaking, that is a strategy that really has a favorable outcome. In fact, on CMA had five out of seven winners. The average trade of the seven was at 11% return, which is pretty cool. Including the losers, the average return was 11%. So here we have the sell signal here and it's still in green, not going anywhere just yet. So CMA looks good. SCHD. So, for example, five out of five winners, 2.3% average return. SCHD, uh, we don't have MACD crossed over. We don't have the ATR stop loss being broken. Two ATR stop loss. I mean, it's a boring day. Today, we're just looking at what we have on, making sure nothing is to an exit point, and then going on, right? That's 10-minute trading right there. As you can see here, um, we are still in the greens, but getting a light green, so that's good. Uh, last two is XOP, not at the two ATR stop loss, not crossed over. It is uh, getting closer, but it's not crossed over yet. XOP. I'll tell you, after watching 
the news in Ukraine over the weekend or not in Ukraine in Russia over the weekend. I was like, man, either one of two things is going to happen on Monday morning. Either futures are going to just vomit and just totally die or they're going to go sky high. The fact that they did nothing, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, and I think a lot of people were surprised at the fact that they just like kind of went sideways. Uh, sell point here going from a little bit darker green to lighter green. Final one, XLF. We put this on yesterday. MACD's good. ATR stop loss, two ATR stop loss is good. So I have a lot of contacts in the financial industry and I talk to a lot of people in the financial industry on a daily basis. And um, to see a lot of outlier signals, and as you can see, this one's good here. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, that was XLE. We're looking at XLF. Um, what we have seen recently is a lot of short signals coming through on financial sectors. So I don't know what that means, right? The, the Fed has kind of um, said we're, we're pausing for a moment, but we're going to continue raising rates. Higher rates is not good for anybody, right? Higher rates mean that you and I are going to take out loans at higher rates, which doesn't help. The uh, amount of products and services and inventory that's going to be sold is going to be less, which is what the ultimate goal is to drive down prices. Because if the financing costs more, then the prices have to cost less in order to get uh, the same demand. Um, but also, whenever rates go higher, for institutions that were smart, and didn't have longer dated investments, uh, they're going to be fine. They're going to be, you know, making money hand over fist. But when I see places like Goldman Sachs, who should have known better, having their third round of layoffs, it makes me wonder what's still going on out there. In fact, let's go to Goldman Sachs real quick. I think I heard some news about them the other day. Oh, yeah, look at them. Yeah, Goldman Sachs has had a, a real steep runoff. Let's go from that top to here. 10% within, uh, within about two weeks. So... I don't know what's going on out there in the financial sector, but um, I mean, the stock prices are showing that there is a lot of weakness in the financial sector. So only time will tell. And let's move into our final thoughts. So here are some high ROI trading habits. I thought this was really good. And what, what, what of course, we want to make sure is we do those on a daily basis. And we do those by having a plan. A plan in place to go through each one of these things, right? So for example, backtesting. You've got a backtest, right? In this outlier trading strategy we're doing, we're actually doing two backtests. One of them is TrendSpider. One of them is the outlier signals. And so let me give you a brief demonstration of what that looks like. So like KRE, just pick one at random. Since we're talking in financial sector, this has only three signals in the last year on um on outlier two out of three of the winners right but i could even come up to here and do outlier theory short and we're just saying you know with the macd cross down and the 10 period cross down what does that look like it looks like it's still loading let's go to a different one real quick apparently that is not going to have the effectiveness that i was looking for but the point is Having backtesting as part of your plan is going to show you if you have positive expectancy or not. Next is studying charts, right? Part of the backtesting is saying, okay, well, if this has worked historically in the past, there's our backtest showing, and I want to make sure that this is going to work 
well, not not necessarily make sure, but have a positive, um, positive expectancy that's going to go forward. What has happened, right? So you got to study those charts and see what it is. Next is journaling trades, right? Keeping up with those trades. Sebastian asked yesterday what my returns were for the year, and I can tell him within just a minute or two, setting up my results, uh, marking them in a the market right now. I'm up a smidge. Not where I was a couple of weeks ago, but still, I'm okay. Uh, next in the whole R high ROI trading habits is thinking of probabilities. And I mentioned that a lot yesterday on yesterday's stream. If you go back, it's like, given enough instances, your edge should play out, right? Enough instances is the key here. One trade to the next, we don't know if it's going to be a winner. We don't know if it's going to be a loser. We don't necessarily know how big or how small that's going to be. But over one trade, it's very random. Over 10 trades, less random. Over 100 or 1,000 trades, it starts to really level off and you see exactly what those edges play out to be. Start increasing your goals gradually, right? For example, maybe maybe the first year, you just need to shoot to break even. Maybe the second year, just shoot to break even. On your third year is when you can say, okay, all right, I've broke even the last two years, which means that I've not caved to my emotions with fear or greed and made bad choices. Maybe this year I can post a, uh, a gain, right? And maybe you do, maybe you don't. But on the third and fourth and fifth year, consistently growing that account, figuring out what works and what doesn't work. Next is planning your trades in advance. And the way you do that is by having a strategy, top to bottom, in and out. What is it going to take to get me in and what is it going to take to get me out? Then lastly, checking your rules before a trade. That's why every day what we do has a written down set of rules and we don't act if it doesn't fit in those rules. So those are a few high ROI trading habits that I thought was really good and wanted to share with you today. Have a fantastic afternoon and I'll see you right back here tomorrow. Talk soon. Hey, don't forget to grab your free secret investing book over at secretinvestingbook.com while it's still available.